Podcast. This is Match the Lava, and we're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Match the Lava, and it is Monday. It's it's early in the week, and we have a big week ahead of us. We have a lot of good releases coming out this week. A lot. There's a lot. There's a lot, a lot coming out this week. So it'll be a really, really good week. Um, if you are a sneakerhead, or maybe you just like to flip sneakers, and that's kind of where I lie. I love sneakers. I think there's a lot of really good culture behind a lot of the sneakers and I think there's a lot of really cool colorways but I don't really own a ton of good sneakers just because I don't know they're kind of pricey right now (laughs) like I I think that I think that I kind of need to find a pair that I really really like a lot and I haven't found that yet but I do like to flip sneakers a lot it's one of my favorite things to flip and we have a lot of them coming out this week so Really, really good week, really profitable week, especially I, I think the Carmines at the end of the week are going to do phenomenally. I, I really do. It's a beautiful shoe. I really like the shoe. I don't really know if I want to spend 190 bucks for a personal pair. Um, I just I could do way more with 190 bucks than just wear a pair of shoes, but they are clean. I, I really like the Carmines a lot. I was hearing some weird things about there being some bleeding issues with those, where the red, if you don't know what the Carmines are, they're a pair of Jordan 6s. And they are white with splotches of like a, I don't know, a deep cranberry red, maybe maybe a little bit more of a brighter red than cranberry, like almost like a Chicago red. Um, those those shoes are, are beautiful, but the red was supposedly running into the white. And I don't know if it was only with certain pairs. I don't know if it was with all the pairs. I don't, I don't think it was with all the pairs because Nike's still going ahead with the release itself. So we'll see. We'll see what ends up coming of it. But really interesting to kind of see how that plays out going into the future and seeing what they how they end up turning so i think those will do really really well especially because they are such a classic colorway a lot of those classic colorways end up doing really well they end up they end up holding well too i I know that some of the bigger releases like these that have been throwbacks to the classic colorways i mean even the jordan 4 or fire reds i think those are doing pretty well the last time i checked the prices were pretty decent on those and then you look at some of the other ones, the, the especially the Thanksgiving release from 2019, the Jordan 11 breads. I wish I had known a little bit more and had a little bit more capital and, and understood about holding shoes because those things you can't touch them for under 330, 320 bucks. So really, really good investment there if you were able to make that. I think it was like 190 bucks for the shoe, maybe 220. So every pair you appreciated to about 100 bucks over retail. Super easy to get. There was a super high stock and. They're just a beautiful colorway, very classic colorway. Everybody wants, uh, especially a bread colorway like that. And so they appreciate really well. And so that's kind of what I've been looking at recently is just trying to figure out what I'm gonna do with some of these releases, what I'm gonna do with some of the upcoming things that are coming out. And and that's really what my focus has been. Now, I am also going to be focusing a lot this week on getting some tax prep done. Did find out on eBay. Um, I don't give any like tax prep or tax advice or anything like that. But I did find out that if you go on eBay and you go to the seller hub, so not the seller dashboard, you actually like type in eBay seller hub. And I think you have to have sold one item or at least have listed an item to get on the seller hub. So, I mean, most of you probably have done that, but if you haven't done that, at least go list an item, see if you can get it to sell and then you can access the seller hub. You probably wouldn't, this this probably wouldn't apply to you anyway though, because it's for tax, like how to find your tax forms and stuff. But if you go to the seller hub, and you go over to the payments section, it's like on the right, it's a new section that they just added for eBay, you can actually access the payment section and it'll show you, it'll bring up a 1099K and then it'll bring up something that says transactions for 2020, which I had never seen before. And so I clicked it. 
was on Reddit today. There's r slash eBay. And for those of you who don't know or don't use Reddit, Reddit is a collection of some of the best forums that you'll ever access. And I, it's a shame that they're not more publicly like spread out where, where people can access them a lot easier than just going on Reddit. But they're not really shown that much on Google searches, at least from my experience. So I went and I went in the eBay Reddit and the subreddit for eBay. It's like basically like a group for eBay and they put all their forums on there. And basically I was scrolling through trying to find stuff about people who were looking for different ways to access their eBay transactions. And what I came across was this link that took me to the payment section. It's right there and it just says transactions for 2020. Now the caveat is I think they only started reporting your transactions for you to access. It brings up like a whole CSV, which is just basically a, a, an Excel sheet that has all the numbers and stuff in it. And they have that for, I think from August to present. And it may only hold 20 or 200 transactions. So you may have to mess with the dates at some points to get the exact transactions, which you can do. You can set a custom date and get the report for that date and it'll bring it all up in a CSV file and stuff. But it's really helpful to have that. Now this year, you don't have to worry about going, you shouldn't, I'll, I'll put it like that. I'm still going to do it. You shouldn't have to worry about going and downloading your monthly sales each month on a CSV from the seller dashboard. And if you want to know how to do that, you can just DM me. I'll show you how to do it. Um, but you shouldn't have to worry about that. I'm still going to do it because it's helpful. And, you know, I, I, I really, really think it's a helpful thing to do. Forbid that they don't actually give you a CSV at the end of 2021. You're really going to be kicking yourself that you didn't take two minutes a month and just go and download your transactions for the month. So I'm going to be doing that. But we shouldn't hopefully have to worry about that in 2021 now that most of us will be on managed payments for the entire year and while that has its own drawbacks it will have the the good thing of ebay actually giving us all of our transaction data for the entire year in a csv which is massively massively helpful i mean especially for tax prep and stuff like the fact that they haven't been able to do that for for years i mean it's <laughs> it's 2021 and ebay's finally like oh we figured out how to give you all your transactions for the year in the most like like okay it's convenient to have a csv but it's like not pretty at all so like it's not easy to see your numbers from a csv file it's like okay we gave you the most basic way of finding your your information that won't really help you at all unless you know how to use excel it's like, well, thanks ebay you've you've really innovated this year but i mean they have compared to what they were doing last year and, and years previous there are some things that are coming to eBay that are really innovative, and I want to talk about that today. So we have things that are coming to eBay and things that have been on eBay and things that are, are changing with eBay. And the two two biggest things that I've seen recently are their Authenticity Program, which we've talked about a little bit. I'm not the biggest fan of because I, I don't sell fake sneakers, but I do get you know screwed a little bit sometimes when the box or the shoe isn't up to eBay's standards. And that wouldn't be a problem except they give you an INAD and they dock your seller metrics for uh, seller cases without a resolution by the seller and had that eBay had to step in on. So like, there's that whole thing. We've talked about that before. If you're wondering about that, go back probably about like 10 episodes or so you can find that. And and it is what it is. But the that's something that they've put in that's been a little bit innovative. Now, StockX, GOAT, they've already gotten this done. I think Railed, I don't know if they authenticate stuff or if it's just a platform for selling kind of like grails or uh, how do I want to put it, like hypeware and stuff. I don't know if that's just what it's for or or if they actually do authenticate it, but I do know that StockX and Goat do authenticate that stuff as well as um, some of those, some of like the uh, 
sites where you'll put give them your sneaker and then they sell it for you. I forget what the word is right now. Um, but like consignment shops, there's like some online consignment shops and stuff. So they will, they, I think also authenticate the sneakers. They would have to, but these, these sites have all done this and eBay hasn't rolled it in. And then finally it gets to 2020, 2020 and they decided, Hey, we're going to start rolling this in at the end of 2020, early 2021. And we'll see what ends up happening with these, these authentications that we're going to be providing for buyers. So we'll see. I'm, I'm interested to see how it goes. I think it's still kind of in beta, but it is it is helpful if you're a buyer, especially in if you're a seller, if you're getting a return, you wanna make sure that the buyer is sending it back through the authentication service. Now, I did have some things that I saw on Instagram where people were just sending it directly back to the seller with a fake eBay tag on it, where like, you know, StockX gives you a hang, a hang tag that basically says like, here's your StockX authenticated thing. Um, there are ways to tell whether it's a real one or not. I think if you shine one of those blue, uh, like the blue ultraviolet lights on it, it'll bring up a kind of like how a dollar bill has like those, those like holograms built into it and stuff. Um, and I'm not trying to sound crazy if that's not the thing, but I'm pretty sure like if you hold up to the light, like you can tell on um, whether or not it's real. Um, but like, kind of like that, they have it built into the StockX hang tags where you can actually shine a blue light on them, like a UV light and, and tell based off of if it glows, it'll have like the StockX insignia glow back at you um, on the back of the tag. Um, I think there's like a metallic part. Um, it'll glow back and you'll be able to see it. So if you're ever buying shoes in person and you're actually out at like some sort of flea market or you're meeting somebody off of Facebook Marketplace, not a bad idea, like six bucks, buy one of those UV lights, really good investment. You'll be able to tell if they're real. They may think you're crazy. They may be insulted, but at the end of the day, you got to cover yourself. It doesn't matter if the person feels insulted or not. Like I'd rather lose, I'd rather lose a deal that's bad or a deal that's good and make sure that I'm covered than have somebody sell me a pair of shoes that's fake. So that's just kind of how I roll with it. And, and I haven't really done too much marketplace stuff. I actually haven't done any marketplace stuff for, for sneakers, but I do know that's one way to tell in case I ever start to get into it. That's a good way to tell because some people will get fake StockX tags, throw it on a shoe and be like, oh, this is StockX authenticated. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. It has the green tag. And then obviously it's not. They just bought them off of like some random site that, that sells stuff over from like overseas or something, you know, um, like Alibaba. Like they just bought them off of Alibaba and then they just like threw them all over their shoes and stuff. So there's, there's definitely risk involved with that. Just make sure that you're covering yourself and being able to figure out whether or not the shoes are authentic. That is one thing that they've rolled in with eBay that has been innovative in some way, shape, or form to the eBay platform. Maybe not in real life, maybe everybody else has been doing this for a while, but to eBay, that's somewhat innovative. Now, the other thing that they ruled in, which is very interesting to me, if you sell sports cards, and, and this is something that I plan on getting into a lot more this year, I'm starting to see I'm starting to see it a little bit more, where not that I'm seeing the potential for it, I already knew that was there, but I'm starting to understand it a lot more. I've been watching it, I've been paying attention to it when I can, I've been buying a little bit, nothing crazy, some weird cards, some cards that have been good, uh, if you paid attention, you saw my James Winston card that I've been holding for what's two years now. Um, that's up to like 200 bucks. I bought it for $17. It was like $14 plus $3 shipping. Crazy buy. I, I, think, I don't even think you can authenticate or send something into PSA uh, and get it graded for like 17 bucks. Like, I think it's more than that per card. So to get that card for 17 bucks was obviously like a steal there. But then in the fact that now he may be the starting quarterback for the New Orleans Saints and his card's just rising and rising. I mean, it, crazy 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 so that was something that i've been happy about and i've been watching that and looking at some of the other cards that i bought i've had some bad buys but they've been learning points for me which 
you know, you don't like to learn at the cost of 500, a thousand bucks, but sometimes that's what it takes. And now I feel more comfortable with it. I feel a little bit more comfortable, especially with that, especially some of the other sports things that I've been looking at recently. Um, I feel a little bit more comfortable with sports cards and understanding the market for it a little bit. So I'm excited about that. And I'm actually excited to try and see what ends up becoming of, of this year with sports cards. And so I'm looking at that a little bit more. And the thing that eBay has done, which is really, really cool, if you sell sports cards and it's only for sports cards and they have to be under 20 bucks, 20 bucks or under, as long as they meet that criteria, they can be shipped for under $1 anywhere in the US, like the continental US, I believe, uh, for under a buck and they give you tracking, which is wild. Like that is crazy that they're doing that because the biggest issue with selling sports cards was that the freaking tracking wasn't available if you tried to like ship it with a with a postage stamp like you're not going to do that because ebay requires tracking and the other issue is that like the minimum shipping cost is like four bucks so to have that it is such a, a major major like issue trying to ship a three dollar card or a two dollar card or a 99 cent card for four bucks like, like that's a terrible investment so it is something where I don't know how sellers would get around it because I did see cards that were like free shipping, 99 cent card. And like, I think that it said in the description, like we'll put it in a regular envelope and ship it to you with a stamp. Like, I don't know how they were doing that. I don't know how eBay wasn't having an issue with it. Maybe they were big time sellers and eBay kind of developed this trust with them. They said, hey, you can do this for cards that are under a certain price. But now eBay has ruled it in that you can do shipping for under a buck, any card under 20 bucks. And it has to be, I think the dimensions are like five by 5.5 by 3.5 and no higher than a quarter inch don't quote me on the first two dimensions i do know that it can't be any thicker than a quarter inch package which is really really thin um which is kind of what they're going for here it's basically an envelope with a with tracking it's basically what you're sending um and then some cardboard hopefully to keep the card from getting bent up when somebody steps on it but like that's that's really what we're looking at here and it's crazy good like that's an awesome deal and that's something that hasn't been around ever like that hasn't been something that's been there ever so Really, really good idea there. I'm excited about that. I'm excited to see where the sports card hobby uh, continues to go in this year, but especially like for people that are just selling bulk cards and stuff, major, major development there on eBay because you used to not be able to track stuff on there. So big development there, really good stuff going on. Those are two of the things that I've been focusing on this year that have been new things on eBay. If you do want to go to the Apple Podcast app, I'd really appreciate it. Just go leave me a five-star review and let me know what you want to see in future podcasts. I do read those. They really help. I appreciate them all. So that being said, I'm going to wrap this thing up. You guys have a great rest of your Monday. I will get back to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a great one. Peace.